Pickaxe. Arc 2, episode 51 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today by the Pub Crawl Anthology. This is it, folks. It's wrapping up. It's already funded. Go check it out because Tuesday's the last day you'll have a chance to back this project. Jameson and a bunch of different artists and writers have come together to create a comic book anthology. We've been talking about it for a month. It is fantastic, and I really want you guys to get a chance to get a copy of it for yourselves. Check out the link in the description to find out more. Where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table, starting with Rob. Hey, I'm Rob, I'm playing Ubo, the half-orc druid of the mountain. And Kelsey. I'm Kelsey, and I play Aster, the elven archer. And Xavier. Hey, I'm Xavier, I'm playing Donovan, the human paladin. Just kidding, I'm a fighter. (laughs) (laughs) And Michael. Hey, I'm Michael, and I play Amvin, the half-elf wizard. And James. Hey, it's James. I play Masoka, the half-elf rogue. And last and certainly not least, Susan, who just got married yesterday. Hi, Susan. Why are you even here? (laughs) (laughs) What else would I be doing? (laughs) But um, I'm Susan, and I play (laughs) Matt. Human cleric and Xavier. <laughs> oh boy! Right so, character, aren't you? That, you know what that does? <laughs> it is incredibly kind of you to show up today, but it does set a bar. If someone cancels a session, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not like it's on my wedding day. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Aubrey. Things have changed. Uh, Things have been moving forward. What I'd like to do today is I would like to pick up on the 12th of Ferriore. Now, we closed the session out with you guys doing a few things around town. Most notably, I would say, is Masoka stealing, putting his talents to good use, and getting paid for it handsomely. Mm -hmm. I think you have the most coin out of anyone in this group. Excellent. <laughs> My first question is, did you tell the group about your late night activities or is this a completely uh, secret affair? Oh, this is between Masoka and Artemis. Okay, good. Did you bunk with anyone? Artemis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious if anyone noticed you leave and coming back. <laughs> that is, that is, that is, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's a sneaky guy. He could get back in. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you, could up, you could set up traps. You could alert the guard. It doesn't matter. He's, get, he's getting that ring. Uh, do oh, me a favor. <sighs> Boy. What I'd like you to do is roll a stealth check for me, just to, just to see if maybe... Unless it's really low, I'm going to say the party doesn't even notice. Like, it, you just slip down in the middle of the night. All right. 
There's no reason to keep watch. Oh, yeah, you're oh, fine. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Masoka is the knight. My second question would be to Amvin. So I told you, last time we were sitting here, uh, we didn't delve into it too much, but I did tell you that you picked up two new bits of information about the gates. We can either go into that now, or we can go into that later. Totally up to you. Hmm. We can do it a bit later. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll put the little everyone be like, ooh, let me know. I want, let's have the audience just tease that on the edge of their seat. It. Yeah. So we're picking up on the 12th here. Uh, obviously, again, time is of the essence. I know you guys got to get going. Don Hurst awaits. But there's a lot to take in here. Uh, you guys are, Maddie and Amphen specifically, are revisiting Aubrey after a while. For, for Maddie, it's, it's, it's been less time. But still, uh, there's just been so much. What would you guys like to kick the day off doing? Well... The rest of the day, uh, the previous day, the 11th, Maddie probably would have arranged to meet Father White today and then get any letters from her sister. Okay. Because she was in town, so. Yeah. (laughs) But that's what she would have done. And then in the morning, I think Maddie, first thing, would go and grab Ambin and have some flowers with her. And then needs to pick up some flowers. <laughs> nope, Not. Maddie already has flowers. <laughs> oh, they're your flowers. Oh, they're our flowers. Awesome. Yeah. You're always thinking ahead. <laughs> always have. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figure she could grab some from the church or from the temple. <laughs> and then Maddie would grab him first thing in the morning, probably as the sun's rising, and take him to where his mother's buried. And, and as they're walking there, um, are are you ready? Are you ready to see her? Uh, yeah. I was definitely not ready back then. Couldn't even think about it. Curious <laughs> to see where they uh, decided to leave her to rest. I made sure she was in a spot that got the most sunlight. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Then, uh, Jason, uh, hmm. <laughs> where would this be in town? <laughs> well, you know what? Let's roll a flat d20. Uh, one is just a ditch. Uh, let's, no. Um, Wait, we're not gonna, No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> Maddie would not let that happen. No. <laughs> I'll don't roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, we, are we rolling to see how much disrepair the cemetery is in? I Here's the thing. In a town like Aubrey, you got groundskeepers. I'm, I'm, I, the most that you'd have is some crabgrass or something here and there, but you don't have like broken, uh, broken headstones or, uh, or anything like that. They, they, they keep pretty good care of stuff here. So this would probably be in a spot, uh, maybe off to itself just a little bit. But there'd probably be a very nice headstone. There would be um, uh, maybe like a beam of sunlight coming in between some tree branches, that type of thing, where if you catch it at sunlight, it's it's just, it's really nice. It's it's really beautiful. 
And Maddie would have maintained it up until she left, but that was eight months ago, so... (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully someone else did. (laughs) (laughs) So, I guess we, like, turn a corner, and I point it out to him, and I say to Anvin, she's she's right there, do you want me to go with you? And she'll hand the flowers to Anvin, or do you want me to stay back here? No, you can come with you. You've known me longer than anyone else. I appreciate it. No problem. And then she'll take him by the hand and lead him towards the grave. So I'm in front and I go over and I lean down, put the flowers down. Didn't want to leave. I did want to leave, actually, but the whole time I left, when I was running away, I just wanted to make you proud. Still going to do that. I know I never had to prove anything to you. I've been trying to prove myself and him. But now I'll prove to everyone. And then I get up and go back to Maddie and just stare for there for a little bit. Maddie will just be silent the entire time, but there for you as long as you need. She so won't hurry up and leave or anything. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and since you know me pretty well, you'll see that I've got, like, I've still got like, you could probably overhear me. I wasn't speaking too quiet since we were close by, but there's a lot of like anger in the voice. Like I'm angry about the whole situation of how everything happened mm-hmm. and my fists are clenched, but <sighs> thank you for taking care of her. No, no problem. She was a wonderful woman and that's the least she deserved. She deserves so much more. I'm sorry you lost her so young. Yeah. I blame myself, you know. For what? (laughs) There's absolutely nothing you could have done. If I didn't cast that spell, she would have never gone out. You you can't blame yourself for the actions of others. It was an accident. It wasn't, it's not like you did it purposefully. You didn't, it's, it was beyond your control. It's not your fault, Anvin. Yeah. I know. It... It's hard, you know? I know. And then Maddie will hug him, because I'm pretty sure he's looking, like, sad right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Is that, like, angry sad? Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Aunt Vinci would be so proud of you. She always has been. Yes, she has. 
you know, she, even before I cast that spell, she knew I, I could go anywhere. She knew I wanted to go to Umanero, even though the town hated that idea. I just don't want to lose you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you did it, and now look at you. I've seen you cast a lightning bolt. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes, you know. (laughs) Sometimes I need a better stick, but yeah. (laughs) Smile, and we start walking away. Yeah. And scene. (laughs) (laughs) So, I know you wanted to see Father White, but I wanted to check in with the rest of the group. Yes. Two things occur to me. One, it must be... I I know the life of adventures uh, kind of calls for them to get up early in the morning, but man... Traveling with a paladin or cleric of a monitor has got to get a little annoying because they are up at dawn every day, right? Like, they just... I'd probably just take the last watch, honestly. Right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if there's a thing that's like, oh, there's this really cool thing at 5 a.m. I need to show it to you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason. <laughs> um... So, uh, Donovan, Ubo, Aster, Masoka, what would you guys be doing? Well, getting up, like, unless uh, Kirkland's trying to get me to get up earlier, I would probably sleep in a little bit. Uh, And after that, there's actually something that's weighing heavy on Donovan's conscience, and that that thing is uh, old Claudius's (laughs) hide. Swing, swing real heavy on him. Thousands carrying? of pounds, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's thinking, well, we we got to get rid rid of that thing. Uh, we got to get some coin. Uh, it's cumbersome. We don't need it. Why are we still carrying it in our backpacks? <laughs> <laughs> like heaped in the corner of one of the rooms. Yeah, it's just everywhere. Uh, so he'd probably go see Aster and Ubo and ask them what their their thoughts on it would be. It's skin. <laughs> do but what I mean, you want with it. Do you need any more trophies, or are we clear to do what we want with it? Yeah, do you think it'd make good armor or anything, or should we just see if anyone wants a big old bear pelt? Well, I mean, old Claudius was kind of a local celeb, right? So here's what I'm thinking. If we bring him to the other inn that we didn't go to, the the popular one, maybe maybe they'd like to get their numbers bigger. Maybe they'd like a, a little, you know, tourist attraction. Come see come see the height of the legendary old Claudius. And then uh, we can just, like, leave our names here. Here are, here are them. The, the the local the folk the local folk heroes who defeated them. We leave our autographs, sign it, like sign here. We take a cut from the uh, tavern owners, and we're on our way. Everyone wins. That seems like a good way to show people we are strong. Yeah, right. You have the best ideas, Donovan. <laughs> Thank you, Esther. <laughs> So what are you thinking, like, just the head or the whole 
I mean, I well, guess we could bring the whole thing over and see what they want. Yeah, let's 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 bring the whole thing, and then we'll see how how high their ceilings are. <laughs> Wait, we're going to an inn, right? Yeah, but the the non-vampire one. Okay, that's what I needed to know. I got your back. Ubo nods. <laughs> so, I mean, for what it's for what it's worth, it's we haven't woken up with any like bite marks or anything. <laughs> exactly. So the the much more popular bar in town is called the Silver Flagon. Uh, that's been around for a couple of decades now. It's got a it's got a rich history with the town, and it's not run by vampires. So those uh, those patrons who are a little more suspicious. <laughs> Of the trio in town, pretty much exclusively go to the flagon. So, if you're walking in, you're going to hear uh, beautiful flute music being played, and the little chime over the door is going to gonna gonna signal. And there's a couple of patrons who look up from their their ale, and they're going to kind of give a glance to the doorway. How are you transporting this bear? Because pal- Oh, Claudius was a big dire bear. Are you just like floating in like a Chinese dragon underneath <laughs> of it? Like, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Okay, <laughs> I hope so. I mean, I don't know. Like, I would probably leave it outside and then go inside and announce the the business proposition, and then say, "I got a little something in your really? uh, in your driveway." Donovan is going to pass up on the chance for a big dramatic entrance. <laughs> mm. You know what? I'm moving ahead. <laughs> all three of us, we should we should all walk in. It's not just mine. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay, you guys. Uh, so again, this is Aster, Ubo, and Donovan, right? Mm-hmm. I guess okay. we didn't wake up Masuka. I guess not. Well, <laughs> Masuka was up late. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, yeah. he was. He had, he had other plans anyway, it's fine. He's a sleepy yeah. boy. I'm going to catch up with Masoka in just a minute. So, sure. walking in, there is a bald man with a big handlebar mustache behind the uh, behind the counter here. And then he's kind of like uh, mopping up after someone's spill. And <laughs> if you are, uh, I'm guessing you're approaching the bar to talk to this man. Uh, yes. Okay. And kind of just like, no, I'm not going to slam the head on the bar. Not just yet. It's too oh, so you did bring it. Okay, you did bring it. Yeah. In. Okay, yeah. canonically. Okay, so, so we... you are going to get stares from the other the other patrons. Because I would imagine, okay, a dire bear is huge. So as you walk in, like this massive bear head. Yeah, and I then guess like, it's pretty big. Yeah, and then it's just hmm. going to keep going. Like it's a, like a magician's scarf trick, or it just keeps it like more bear, just keep entering the tavern. So. Ubo, Ubo notices the patrons, like, kind of giving us the look, and just looks over at the patrons and matter of factly says, We are strong. We killed this. And then pounds his chest once. <laughs> uh, Donovan will glance at the people and then look at Ubo again and say, Ubo. Can you tell these people what this is? This is old Claudius. Dangerous bear. Terrorized things for many years. The patrons, again, there's only like a half dozen people in here, but they're going to start to, you're going to get the, 
the little murmur, 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 that type of thing. It's <laughs> like, oh, wow. And they're going to, a couple of them are going to get up and move over to, uh, to the bear pelt and just checking it out. Like, it's like, is this manufactured? Are you guys for real? That type of thing. You may touch it. You can tell that we are not lying because there is way too much bear. (laughs) 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 And they're going to, they're, they're going to check it out. And, and one of the people are going to, they're going to look over to the bald gentleman behind the counter and just kind of give him a nod. Like, yeah, man, this checks out. The bald guy is going to approach, kind of lift the bar up. Uh, on the one side and just kind of move around and and check out the bear. Well, this is pretty impressive, I gotta say. Well, thank you, my kind friend. Uh, What's your name? Name's Morgan Osgood. Morgan, it's nice to meet you. I'm Donovan. This is Aster and this is Ubo. And he's he's gonna flick the towel he was using to mop up this bar over his shoulder and he's going to reach out and give you a big like one of those big wrist handshakes oh yeah for sure so my friends and myself um, we've encountered the beast on our way here and uh, uh, if you don't mind could you serve my friends refreshments a little little juice, a little little fresh water Uh, we're still exhausted from that fight but uh, I've got a business, business proposition for you should we just drop it on the ground for now oh yeah uh, and he's going to, uh, uh, it's like, could you get my friends a drink? It's like, oh, of course, of course. And uh, if you ask me, it's like, J- just sit that in the corner for now. Move, we move out three tables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Takes up a fourth of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going he's gonna to get you guys some beverages. Uh, and he's looking you, he's, he's looking you guys over. Well, I would expect you to be far more lumped up tangling with old Claudius, but you all seem pretty good. Again, just like checking, checking like under your chin, just like any cuts, any bruises, any abrasions. Well, there was six of us in total. Of course, we can't take all the credit, but still we managed to, um, Give him a pretty decent fight, and uh, here we are. Yep, no one died, though it did come a bit close. You mentioned a business arrangement. How would you like to add another sign to your establishment saying, Come see the legendary old Claudius, the world-famous, gigantic, moon-sized bear. That'd be a pretty large sign. But! I like the way you think. And you know what? I gotta say thank you for supporting the only bar in town and not going over to the... Oh, we went there too. Don't worry about it. We support the whole of Aubrey. I do not. They do. I I do not. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Morgan's going to look at Ubo. Thank you, good sir. You don't drink blood, do you? And he's he's going to spit on the ground. Hell no, I don't. Actually, I've been following those dirty, vampiric bloodsuckers for years. 
Some of the town trusts him, but not old Morgan. Uh, so Ubo kind of perks up at this, like, are, are you going to give me a reason that I could actually, like, go get him? Like, he's, he's, like, he's, like, like waiting for an excuse, kind of. He's, he's like, oh, oh? Uh, Aster's going to give Donovan a bit of a side at, like, uh... Yeah, like... Um, you sure if you want to keep going with this whole give this guy the bear thing kind of thing? Like, uh... Yeah, I was he's told like... not to hit the vampires here, but if we were not here, vampires would be hit. So I okay, I imagine while <clears throat> Aster and Donovan are exchanging looks, Morgan is all in with Ubo now. It's like, <laughs> oh, did we just become best friends? Yes, like they they are. Oh, believe me, brother. If we had our way, and he's going to kind of look around the bar a little bit. Oh, oh, they wouldn't be living in town, I'll tell you that. Well, Ubo, Ubo nods, yeah. Well, you have some friends at the uh, Temple of Imanator who've been working very, very hard to keep, you know, order and you know, decency of peace around here. It'd be, be a shame to make all that effort go to waste. Yeah, yeah, well, we follow the law, of course, but uh, people really forgot quickly that, whoa, what was it, 200 years we were under attack by their kind? Yeah, I heard about that. Wasn't there, though. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm not really into the municipal politics around here. I'm really just here to... um, Ask you if you want to take this hide, and uh, if yes, then you can take it, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll discuss payment. But then we'll be on our way. Otherwise, uh, we'll take it to the other taverns, I guess. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm sure we could work out some kind of agreement. Oh yes, of course. Give me a second. Let me see how much petty cash we have. And he's While he going, goes and like looks around for looks at his cash, <laughs> uh, uh, Ubo turns to Donovan and goes, "You know, orcs have different opinions in politics too, but all <laughs> orcs have opinion that vampires are bad." <laughs> well, I um, I kind of had that opinion too before we got into city, but I'll I'll tell you, Ubo, after going to that end, um. It changed a bit when you get to know people, you know. Are are we sure we want to give the bear to, to this guy? I mean, if it's really going to promote business that much, I feel kind of bad. I don't know. Unless he turns old Claudius into an, a bigot icon, I don't know. <laughs> old Claudius the vampire eating bear. Oh, that does sound marketable. <laughs> as long as you ring him for as much as we can get, I mean. Yeah, for sure. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> suck him dry. <laughs> nice. Ubo, Ubo nice. scowls. Ubo scowls. <laughs> well, uh, Morgan's gonna come back uh, with a pouch. All right. Well, uh, I'm uh, not the owner, per se, but I do have a certain amount of sway. Wait, if you're not the owner, then who is? Yeah. We're not from around here, just kind of curious. And (laughs) 
He's uh he's he's gonna kind of look around. Well, she's not here at the moment, but I can offer you two hundred gold. I mean, that seems like a fairly nice offer, but I would like to talk with the actual owner just to make sure you know she actually wants it here and everything. I mean, because if we can find somewhere else if we need to, and I wouldn't want to just leave you with a big old heap of bare flesh to explain. That's true, and 200 gold pieces uh, empty as well. And he's he's not he's not going to look insulted, but just uh, this happens every time I tell people I'm not the owner. Look, Ginny's out of town. She will be back, though. She trusts me implicitly to run this establishment in her stead. So, so you said it was pretty crowded, right? Uh, there's like a half a dozen. It's the middle of the day. Okay. Like, 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 he's like talking pretty loudly. I just want to see if anyone like makes like a like facial reaction in response to that. I'm not sure what like role that would be to see if that's like 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 trying trying to see if people are like they're like giving him like the look like like yeah. Like, you say this all the time, but we know that's not true kind of thing. Like, just trying to gauge what the townspeople might think of this statement. If that um, makes any sense? No, I mean, I wouldn't... You know what? Give me an insight check. Okay. Yeah. Uh, skills. That's what that is. Okay. That's not that bad. Okay. Well, nope, that didn't roll. Of course that did not roll. No. What was it? I'll believe you. Uh, well, let me see. Okay, well, <laughs> it was a 14, is what it rolled. Let's take the 14. <laughs> Thank you, you're very nice. <laughs> you're going to see, uh, honestly, it's quite the opposite, where you're going to see, okay. um, you're going to see a few people, like, shake their head, like, oh, mm-hmm. not, not like a mob, where they're like, yeah, it's more just like, okay. oh, you know, that's the, you know. Okay, just, just wanted to make sure he was like... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just thinking that this is going to stay. This is going to be a permanent exhibition, you know, and there's there's a residual with that, like the the amount of people per year that's going to increase and come here. I feel like if we just get 200 flat, that's not a good investment on our part. And for $200, honestly, I think it might be more of an eternal slumber kind of deal. It's more of a Shelbyville thing. <laughs> and by gum, it put them on the map. <laughs> Ubo pipes up immediately and says, you take it to that other place and I will throw it in a ditch. <laughs> All right, my business partner and I have Whoa. a disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, tell you what. It's a bear corpse, guys. For 300, it's all yours and we give you our autographs uh he's he's uh gonna be kind of like his hand spread so like his thumb and uh, fingers are kind of like brushing his handlebar mustache down kind of flares out at the bottom kind of scraggly mm. you know what i think i could make that work you sound like a reasonable fella that's what i've been trying to tell people Never works when you tell that to people. Anyway, he I'm, is going to—he's going to motion to the other the other patrons. It's like, all right, cough it up, cough it up. Come on, 
Um, oh wait, wait. He's is he collecting money? From- he's yes. This is like all <laughs> right. On, all on, hands on. on deck. Hold on. That's okay. not how it works. You you'll get to have <laughs> oh, them pay to see the bear later. But now I'm I'm gonna need Ginny's money. Oh, from okay. I, I see what you're saying. Um, and yeah, he would hand over the pouch right away. So that's you know two hundred, and then he would even empty out his personal pockets. Oh. Okay. okay. I was just trying to have him spend the establishment's money first. Try to make him do a bad business move. <laughs> trying to make him get in trouble so he yeah. gets fired. <laughs> yeah. So you're trying to set this up for residuals, but oh. then you're trying to sink the place that you're trying to get the residuals okay, from? Let's try to well, sink the a, place, just this one guy. Just, this guy. just more get than him fired. Ah, just, okay. Just Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> So with that, they would uh, they would they would hand over three hundred gold, and I guess you could just leave old Claudius in the corner there, and they'll deal with it. Yeah, bye, old Claudius. Yep, it was We're nice. That six ways, I guess. What uh, are yeah. we like signing? Excellent question. Is it so? Is it something they could frame and put over the? Yeah, I was thinking like some par- framed parchment or right. something like that. Something modern like that. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your patronage. Again. This will be something that puts us back on the map. Yeah, we'll have to come back and see it once it's all ready for display. Yeah, I can't wait. And uh, for any of your uh, shopping concerns, if you need materials or whatever, make sure to shop by the, <laughs> uh, stop by the Trusty Blade. All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Donovan, and this is my favorite shop in the yep. Citadel. Yep. You know <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. 300 gold. Ubu doesn't really have a signature, so he probably more like puts his thumb in whatever ink they have and like sticks his thumb to the paper. Like, mm. kind of gives a thumbprint. And uh, if, if someone else wants to write Ubo, yeah, I was gonna say decide it. I was waiting for a whole handprint for you. That's, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was his first instinct, and then he kind of understood, like, th- there's only so much space. Oh, yeah. This, <laughs> <laughs> like, big hands and then, like, tiny nades like, around. Also, that's like a month's supply of ink. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ink is expensive. Yeah. I can palm a basketball. <laughs> God. Um, hey, Masoka. Yes. What uh what you doing? Waking up a little late. Ah. Admit, he's not uh not a morning person. So like I would imagine uh, Masoka kind of rolls over, like the sun is coming through the window and realizes, oh no one's here. Yeah. He looks at the sun and he goes <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, you're gonna fit, right? Um in. <laughs> <laughs> uh I imagine him sort of He's got some thoughts going on in his head, so he's probably like twirling that ring in his finger, in his fingers, uh, thinking about Maddie, thinking about, you know, uh, the 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 temple in that, and I think he would come to the decision to go check out the uh, temple of the Monitor because he wants to see the other side of the Monitor, you know, from where he grew up and. Uh, and see what's going on there. Hmm. Okay. 
Is there a specific thing you're looking to do there or just kind of walk around? He, you know, all he knows is what he's heard from Maddie, which he trusts, of course. But, you know, when he grew up in the monitor's light, it was basically hell for him. Uh, so he wants to go to this temple and just see sort of, you know, the daily ongoings to see what the temple's like, what's there, you know. And um, again, this is a very... It's pretty spacious, very well lit. Uh, there are lots of big windows and stuff. And you would probably be greeted the second you walk in. Okay. Uh, basically asking, it's like, was there, is there some service you need provided? Are you okay? Um, do you need anything? And then if, if not, they would probably leave you and assuming you, you know, want to pray or just need time to think or whatever. Yeah, I think. He may come back to that, but I think he just wants to kind of explore a little bit. Okay. I would say after maybe 20 or 30 minutes, Maddie would arrive. Was Amvin coming with Maddie to the temple? Yeah, he's curious about the same things. Father Wright was there the whole time. Granted, he just stayed in the library and hung out with Clarissa. He kept the pulse of... You know, when you need to be polite and do the right things. Right. I I mean, it's up to you guys, but I would say that Maddie and Amvin would see Mazoka. Unless Mazoka's hiding. <laughs> Not hiding, just um, trying to visually learn, as that's what he does, right? He's, you know, if he's uh, staking out a place or something, he just knows how to look around and... and, and Take in all the points of interest, that sort of thing. Right. And this is a vastly different experience, I would say, than the orphanage. Yes. Uh, this is – it's clean and well-lit and the people are friendly and it, th- this – yeah, completely different than uh, where Masoka grew up. Mm-hmm. So would Maddie and Amvin approach Masoka or just uh, make their way to Father White? We'd see him, ignore him, walk the other way. No. Excellent. Sounds about right. Sounds about Give him the finger yeah. and keep going. <laughs> I feel like we'd be walking. I'd be like, "Hey, isn't that isn't that Masoka?" Oh yeah, Masoka. Well, actually, Maddie would be somber because she's probably going to go see Father White. So, um, oh, Masoka, what are you doing here? Oh. Hi, Maddie. Uh, Amvin. Um, to be honest, this is not uh, the uh, usual place I kind of hang out, but uh, you know, you told me before about a monitor and, 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 and how nice it actually is compared to what I knew. So, you know, I, I kind of wanted to see it for myself and you know, try to try to make some sense of something. Maddie gets a small smile on her face and, well, um, I'm going to meet with someone real fast, but then I could show you around this temple afterwards. Sure, sure, yeah. That'd be great. And thank you for coming to check it out. I know that where you where you grew up probably made you not want to be anywhere near a temple of a monitor, so... Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, I I wouldn't have, but, uh, you know, I, I trust you. 
Thanks, Masuka. Well, um, I have an appointment to keep, so I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> Maddie probably didn't tell anybody what she has to do this morning. So this would just be Maddie going in? Yeah. And well, I mean, Anva would know because he was there, but okay. and Ubo, but that's it. She probably would have told everyone else because she, she she's already laid a lot of drama on everyone else this week. So <laughs> I'm not sure if Ambin would come with her. Do you want me to or do you want to do this on your own? I, I totally understand if you want to. Um, I'm not sure how many people could be in there with him. Um, maybe stay with Masoka. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> not like that, but <laughs> but like I that. Mean, not... Yeah, <laughs> totally like that. Yeah. There's a lot of shiny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the art, please. <laughs> so, if you go to the back of the temple, uh, and there's some stairs uh, that lead up to uh, like a half floor, almost a second floor type of thing. There would be a room, and obviously you would have been, you, you know where to go, and uh, people would have been prepped about this ahead of time. And if you knocked on the door, someone would answer, uh, you know, uh, a male half, a half elf would answer, and say, You must be Maddie. Yes, and, and your name? My name is Keel. Nice to meet you, Keel. Are you the one taking care of Angus? And he's going to kind of solemnly nod his head. I am. I will warn you that this is not one of his better days. Uh, I'm prepared. I thank you for letting me see him. Of course. And he's going to back away from the door and obviously gesture for you to come on in. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's going to close the door behind you and walk you around the corner where a bed is set up. This big kind of fluffy bed. Uh, and Angus is laying there, but he does not look well. Mm-hmm. Um, either he's sleeping or unconscious at the moment. Um, they're uh, very, very pale. This is probably one of the first times, if not the first time, that he's really sort of showing his age. Because while the guy was old, he always kind of had a pep in his step. Like he was, you know, there's a lot of responsibilities running the temple and being kind of the religious center of the town. And he was always up for dealing with that. But this is, in short, not the same Angus that Maddie would be used to. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm guessing there's like a chair next to his bed. Oh yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's like a table with uh, with a rag and cool water. Like you could tell that like Keel is kind of like constantly, you know, dampening the cloth, toweling him down, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Maddie will actually take the cloth, dip it in the water, go to sit next to him, and start wiping his brow, like you know, doing that patting thing on the brow and. Just looking at him for a little while, and then she'll put it down and take his hand in both of hers. And just stare at him for a little bit longer, probably a few minutes, just seeing if there's any, like, movement or anything. If not, Maddie will just start speaking. 
I know that we all have to return to the light, but you're leaving too soon. I, um, before you go, I just wanted to thank you for everything. Thank you for saving both Ada and I, for getting us from the slavers in Durn Hollow. It, You made sure that we lived our best life, and that was all thanks to you. I, I just wanted to thank you for making sure that all my days were filled with light. You will never know how much you mean to me. And I am so sad to see you go. And then she'll lift his hand and kiss the back of it. Um, two things. One, I would imagine Keel would have excused himself. Just <laughs> immediately, just kind of like, hey, I get this is a somber moment. I'm going to give you a few minutes and kind of duck away. And two, I don't imagine there would be any response from Father White, just... Yeah. Which makes it all the tougher. Like, it's not... It's not a tremendous sense of closure. But still some. Yeah. Some, yes. <laughs> um, probably just... Maddie would sit there just for a few minutes, as much time as she could get, and then like reverently put his hand down and place it like gently and make sure it's in a comfortable spot and then lean over and kiss his forehead and then I say to him as she's leaning back up and I will always have you in my heart and then probably leave Does anyone have anything else that they would like to do in town today? Well, I think um, when Maddie left, Masoka would turn to Amvin. Because he, is he aware he, he's been here before, right? Yeah. Obviously. So. He lives here, but not in the temple. I, I hung out with Maddie a lot. Right. Okay. So, so Amvin, you, uh, you, you know this place, right? Is there anything, like, uh, important that I should do here? I I just don't feel comfortable talking to the people who work here, because they just remind me of bad stuff. Well, what do you feel like you need to do? I, I understand you don't want to talk to some of these people, and I get that. They weren't exactly that. My, I wasn't exactly their fan either. But, I mean, you want to talk to Maddie? You want to talk to me? You want to just, like, go somewhere and just hang out? And well, I'm, I'm trying to get a... I'm trying to get a new perspective on, uh, on a monitor, right? So, is there something I can do right here that might, uh, you know, show me a different side? You trying to find a sign? 
But like, it sounds like you're looking for a sign. Well, <clears throat> see where I grew up. It was, it was this place called a monitor's light, and there was just no light there at all. You know, it was dark, and people were mean, and I was treated like crap, and that's all I knew of the monitor. My Maddie tells me it's this beautiful thing, and I just haven't seen it yet. I mean, I trust what she's saying, but I, I, I want to see something here. Do you understand? I do, actually. I mean, generally, I think we see it every, well... If we're not sleeping, we see it every morning. It's the appreciation of life. That's what I get from hanging out with Maddie. And through that, through a monitor. Appreciation of life. Um, do you... Um, and he's going to say this very quietly because he doesn't want anyone else here to hear. Do you, uh, do you believe... In this? In a monitor or the gods in general? All of that. Monitor, the others, I mean... I just don't know how so much bad stuff could happen, you know, under the watchful eye of not one, but many gods. Well... I'm one of those people that usually has to see it to believe it. I was for a very long time. In fact, my last book was proving if we were more important and if we just put our belief in something and it was really just our bonds that made us stronger. But a few years ago that changed. Power is completely different. We're all... Everything is different. Yet still the same. I think people can be inherently just shitty people under a flag of something that's right and good. And I, I think that's, you get that anywhere. And if you don't have people that can stand up to it, you can turn anything that's good into something horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just what happened, right? And all I had to believe in was, was myself. Same, actually. <laughs> uh, but I think there's some good here. I think, I think a monitor is, if he's not here, then I don't know. I mean, I'm not as excited as the sunrise as Maddie, but it's definitely made our group better. And I th if that comes from a monitor, then great. I'm probably not the holiest person to talk to about this, since I'd rather prove it than have faith when I'm trying. But it's definitely worth finding out and researching, or at least looking into, giving it a try, and not letting a bad past clouding uh, maybe a, a truth that's just hidden from a bad time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <clears throat> I think there may be something now 
that I'm seeing that maybe I should do. Yeah? Is is there anywhere in here that uh, maybe I could go on the off chance that I could get as close to a monitor as as I could, as I can? Jason, would I have any anything that I've learned from Maddie? Because I feel like Ammon's basically a proxy of just hanging out with Maddie all the time. Right. <laughs> so he's like total like, uh, I'd say go to a book, but it's like I don't want to go to that for my, my go-to thing because he knows that's not right. So right. he's searching through what, what Maddie would have said. Like, this is where I feel... You know, like in the morning when I was like for all those days that he was in the library and she'd come and hang out with him and tell her about her her day. Right. I would say there are a couple of different options. So there's uh, there are certain things that make people feel better uh, in the temple, obviously. Uh, Things like confession and trying to make amends. It's not just admitting that you've done bad things or what you've done, it's trying to make amends to the community for the things that you've done, right? So there's Mm -hmm. like a equal and opposite type thing. So obviously, if you stole bread, then it's like, well, you know what? Volunteer at the soup kitchen, something like that. Help, you know, that type of thing. Help feed the hungry, something like that. If it's murder, then that's a whole other thing. But there's there's something like that. Or there's like a dedicated prayer room, stuff like that for people like searching the deeper self, that type of thing. And you can actually work side by side with clerics and, and things like that. If you have questions, it's almost like a, like an intensified version of school, right? And we can even do like a city activity thing if you wanted to, where you can get some hardcore prayer going on. I guess I'd, I'd, I'd like relay those to... Ahsoka, and then I think the only other thing would be that that chamber with all the sun that, that goes through the, I guess it's the pews and that's the main area. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of where that, where that was. Right. Um, I said, like, depending on your, your time scale, like, I don't know if you want to, like, you can, you know, help out with the city. You can help one of these guys out. You can do some works or... I heard that the temple is a pretty cool room where the light comes in. It shines supposed to be like as if a monitor is shining down on you. I think that's one of the things I've heard her say might be a good place to start and see if you feel anything there. I I don't know exactly what you're if, if you're just wanting to feel like something is there or if you're wanting to take an action. I I like that. I think I want to go. uh, Can can I talk to a monitor? I think you could pray. <laughs> Can I and speak to your manager? Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. I mean, if that's a thing, I don't want to do helping because I, I get in trouble. You probably noticed. Um, I I never prayed before, but I I, I could try. We could start our way there. Maybe that's when Maddie shows up. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it. I'm like, like, hey, Maddie, I need your help. 
<laughs> Maddie it's, will come up, yeah. see them like fumbling, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to research this. <laughs> Maybe Maddie walks, like, hears them as she's walking up saying, can I talk to a monitor? <laughs> Maddie will walk up. Um, what What are you doing? <laughs> what What do you need? Hey. <laughs> um well I was I was asking Amvin if there's somewhere I could go in the temple to to talk or to feel um the real light. Okay. I know exactly where you should go. And then She'll take him to her favorite room, the one that she showed Ubo. The one, the main part with the light coming through. I mouth, thank you. (laughs) 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 And then Maddie will probably like sit down in one of the front pews. I don't think there's service or anything going on right now. And sit down in the front pew and like pat the seat next to her. Sit with me. Okay. Okay. You'll sit down. Okay. See the light shining through the window and feel the warmth on your skin. That's a monitor. Have you ever been in a really dark place in your life and You just feel like you don't have any will to go on, but yet you did. That hope for a brighter future. Um, yeah, more than, more than you'd know. That, that hope, that light, that's a monitor to me. I know it's different for everyone, but that's, that's it for me. When I was a slave and broken and beaten and in a cart dragged halfway across the continent, I didn't, I didn't think there was any light. I didn't, I didn't have any hope. But then, then this church found me. They didn't, they didn't want anything from me. They didn't say I had to stay. They just wanted me to be okay, me and my sister. And that, that's what this means to me. And this light coming through the window, every day the sun rises, it's a new day. You have hope with every sunrise. And I'm not trying to convert you, Masoka. I'm not trying to say this is what you have to believe in, but you, you asked what a monitor is and, or where he is or if you could talk to him, but this this is this is a monitor for me. Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I like this. It's. Uh, I mean, I told you what a monitor was for me, and uh, yeah. You know, I just sort of used to wake up hoping I was I was still alive, right? Uh, um. And Maddie's all... fist is going to clench while you're talking, but okay, go ahead. 
<laughs> forgot what I was going to say. Now. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. You know, every, every day was, has been a challenge and a fight. And, you know, when I, when we talked, since I met you, um, you kind of showed me that maybe there's a little bit more. And, uh, I don't feel forced to be here. And I know what that feels like. But uh, this is... This is nice. This is something I never... I never had before. And I... Like, I was talking to Amvin. Like, I... I, I don't know what to believe. Right? Because there's just so much bad. But... I know there's good here anyway um and i i think maybe i found something that uh i need to do at some point to uh to to put this behind me to put that that stuff behind me i need to i need to get a monitor's lights shut down for good yes <laughs> or get it new management um <laughs> maddie's like see the or like every time you mention monitors like maddie's like so angry <laughs> i can't do that alone though because there's some there's some guys there that really scare me uh if you can believe that <laughs> but uh would you help me do that Maddie will take one of Ahsoka's hands. Of course. I... Yes. I would definitely go with you. Thank you. I would very much like to see this place. And it's kind of like a glint in her eye. Like, you know, the angry glint. (laughs) Yeah, I can can tell it offends her deeply. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of... You know, we had we had a chance to go back to Brightport earlier, but I, I weird enough as it is that it was it was way harder <clears throat> then, and I just you know I kind of freaked out. But uh, I think being here has maybe strengthened me a bit. Plus, I got all you guys. I got I got you. Oh oh oh! I ha- I have I have something for you. I almost forgot. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and he will pull out the uh, the ring he got. I um I wanted to give this to you, um, you know, as thanks for for being you and for showing me a better side. And hopefully, this will help protect you. It's uh. It helps with, uh, God, I forget the name. I don't, he he does. Um, uh, It's for necrotic things, but it's good. It'll help you. Masoka, you didn't have to get this. And it clearly looks expensive, right, Jason? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) You you didn't have to get this. And how could you even have afforded this? 
I I have means, and I will. I promise you, I did not steal this ring. <laughs> I I didn't think you did, but are you are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't have to do this, Masoka. This is too much. No, 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 no. Please. Um, I mean, other than Donnie, I really had no. I haven't had anyone to uh, to give anything to. I mean, him, it's just lending gold or whatever. But um, I just wanted to give you something special. That is so sweet. Are, are you sure? This looks very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's... uh, Put, put it on. Let me see. Okay, she'll put it on. <laughs> see? It looks great on you. It doesn't even fit my fingers. Like, you know, it's... Yeah, it's yours. Well, thank you. And then Maddie will hug Masoka. You know, and, go back. Yeah. and Ambin's right there and <laughs> listening to all this. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I pulled out a book like ages ago. I'm good. <laughs> and, <laughs> because he's feeling kind of confident and um, comfortable where he is, he'll just say, um, you know, if uh, if we weren't in a temple right now, uh, if it was okay with you, I'm. Uh, I might. I might give you a kiss. Maddie will smile and then kiss him. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and the end scene. <laughs> because <laughs> this is weird <laughs> yep somebody else your turn yeah Susan you just got married <laughs> oh my god we were in a temple <laughs> this is pretend people <laughs> and I we'll leave that up to the listeners. Thank you. Yes, and I rolled for it, so it was all random. Yeah. Aww. And the roll again. Now I can tell you guys the average for, and it was like twenty rolls. The average was eighteen. Good oh, lord. Crap. Random rolls. Okay. I can't decide if that makes it like better for Masoka or where it's like, yeah, she she kissed you, but. It, I mean, it was basically a roll of the dice. Didn't like. That's <laughs> how attraction works, though. You don't know who you're attracted to. I I mean, it's fate. That's how I would put it. There you I mean, go. You really there you go. go. There, yeah, there it is. That's <laughs> there it is. That's how it worked with Elle. She literally pulled out a die and just rolled. And was oh like, oh, okay, uh, yeah. Cool. I'm gonna have to go explain this to my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna pitch something to you. And you can say nah or yeah. Would you guys say that you kind of spent a decent majority of the day here in the temple? Like exposing uh, Masoka to kind of, you know, ideas and concepts of a monitor. Maybe there's some prayer. Maybe speaking to other uh, clergy members, something like that. You don't want to convert him. No, no, no. <laughs> but that sounded like something he, he wanted to get into. So, like, I'm just asking. And I know we wanted to leave. Everyone was 
Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know with him if it would require a conversion per se. It'd be more of like his willingness to uh, look to new ideas and and accept what's going on here. Right. And that's kind of what I was more uh, more going for because it sounded like he was looking for something like show me the good side of this thing that I've been exposed to before that mm-hmm. has brought me nothing but pain. So show me the good version of that. Yeah. Maybe we'd spend like an hour or two here because I know we did want to set out on the road. So maybe right. just showing him the grounds and all that. Yeah, stuff. and this is more time being flip floppy type of thing. Like what? Yeah. Okay. Here's what I'd like you to do, Masoka. I'm going to ask for okay. a couple of rolls from you. Okay. Uh, do me a favor. Give me a religious check. Religion check there. Okay. It's not okay. a negative, so that's good. Okay. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Almost a crit. Holy shit. Oh, I'm born again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. That's huge. And I'll tell you why in just a little bit. Also, do me a favor and give me a charisma save. Charisma save. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Interesting. One more roll from you. Can I get a D20? Just a flat D20. Oh, no. That's a three, ladies and gentlemen. This is very interesting. Let's come back to that. Um, I I feel like my avatar picture right now. (laughs) <laughs> that is very like, very something's gonna hurt bad okay okay so <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see I was being respectful I think you gotta I think you gotta say that for everybody at home Oh, I was muted. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so I was just saying that my monitor is going to curse you. You were macking in a stumble and it's not, <laughs> not good with that. There's a big sign. <laughs> you rolled high on the religion roll, which means the monitor has paid attention to you, but rolled low on everything else, which means he hates you. So yeah. this is the only conclusion. <laughs> that was before the kiss. It's like, get a load of this, a monitor. Like that yeah. <laughs> But there's Can no I... way in hell he was going to push Maddie away, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could just imagine sitting in there, they get done kissing, and then a monitor's on the other side. Am I interrupting? <laughs> Arms crossed, <laughs> tapping his foot. <laughs> Maddie, what are you doing? Yeah. Like a dad waiting for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, God, I'm scared. Uh, everybody else while this is going on so we're we're, we're like midday right now and I would imagine everyone's uh, kind of getting ready to to move on you probably know you probably get the feeling it's like okay we know what time it is we gotta get ready Um, what is everyone else doing is there anything any errands you guys want to run you've made a little coin you've oh by the way did you split that money uh, I guess we would when we meet with everyone, yeah. but like okay. everybody, like it was 300, so we all get 50. Yeah. Everybody give yourself 50 gold. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's good. That's good coin for the road. Um, 300 gold's never going to hurt you. The only thing I wanted to check for 
was can we purchase like tents? Do we not thinking, have tents? I don't think we do. I think we have bedrolls. Well, rolls. you get like bedrolls and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. So yeah, tents are a thing. You can totally purchase tents. I totally because, want yeah. to make sure we have tents because if we're going across, just just to make our nights a little bit easier. Yeah, tents oh. are like two people, so let's get three and uh, let's put them in the cart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a cart now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so uh, take six gold from yeah. yourself if you're getting three tents. So oh, these, man. let me. Okay, six each. The, uh, no, no. There, oh, the, a tent is <laughs> two, two gold. So let me. So okay, these are not great tents. These are more it's more to keep bugs off of you and stuff like that. They're not, I wouldn't say they're like waterproof and you know, they're not like camping tents that you'd get nowadays. It's more like literally two stakes in the ground, uh, fabric draped in the shape of a triangle type of thing. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So it keeps the wind out. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's meant to keep the worst of stuff off of you. Figured to be nice. And yeah. And don't forget. You got yourself two facts are coming. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, as you guys are getting ready to meet up here, let's talk about what Masoka did in the temple. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> what Masoka did. Come on. No, well, not, not, the, not the kissing. That's uh-huh. fine. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. I'm talking like, about... While he was wandering kind of thing, or what? Yeah, when just I like... Sh- Maybe, here's the thing. This is crazy. So uh, let's get into that. You rolled the maximum currently that you can roll on the religious service table. Mm. Your god may have spoken to you today. Oh. You swear that you heard a holy voice mingle with your thoughts. So here's what's here's what's going to happen. I would say shortly after the kiss, you're going to hear you're going to hear a voice speaking directly to you, Masoka. You know this voice is speaking to you, and it's kind of a and in, it's, it's it's this is internal thing, right? It's not it's not like someone speaking to you and you turn around like oh, hot. it's not like the voice in Donovan's head currently. Okay. This is more a feeling that washes over you, and this is um. It's something about, maybe it was the kiss, maybe it's you sitting in the temple, maybe it's you being exposed to this whole new side of a monitor, but there's going to be this kind of inner glow that fills Masoka. And it is going to be clear as day to Masoka that a monitor themselves is speaking to you. That taking down that orphanage is absolutely the right thing to do. Oh, cool. <laughs> and there's a little bit more. Oh, that's where the battle's coming. Well, <laughs> here's the thing Father White's illness. May not just be bad luck. Oh. He may have been poisoned. What exactly is going to be told to Masoka? 
again, in his head, is that this terrible fate that has befallen Angus is due to a division forming in the temple. Okay. But this voice is also going to sort of calm and reassure Masoka that it is already being not dealt with, but it's already someone is already trying to fix this. But he feels that Masoka should know. Like this is how deep this connection goes. It just, just this is just kind of like the perfect storm, right? Right place, right time, right energy in the air. All of this. So this is all just sort of going to wash over Masoka as he sits here with Maddie. How would Masoka react? I, th- I think he would take it quite literally like he would honestly believe because he was told this is the room of any room that he could communicate with a monitor mm-hmm. and he's here and the monitor is talking to him or he's got this feeling of a monitor talking to him I think he would accept that you know sort of be a little bit in, in awe of it I guess but like not surprised and if he feels he's allowed to I think he would tell Maddie and Amblin that he's there. Does he get the feeling that it's not something he has to keep to himself? No, nothing like that. No? Okay. So he'll turn to them. I guess he'll kind of get this... You probably sort of like stare off for a second while he's like absorbing all this. I don't know what it would look like to them, but then he would just suddenly turn to Maddie. I, uh, have you ever spoken with Monitor? Like, for real. Like, for real, real. I, I, I feel his presence, but no, I don't. I've never heard his voice. Because he, oh, he just spoke to me. I'm not kidding. Like, I mean, I've, I may have done some things and heard things before. But this is not like that. This is real. Like I said, and he spoke to me just now. Um, and you said this was the room, right? Uh, I, the, yes, this is. This is where I. This is where I go to be closer. But really, he just talked to you. <laughs> I. Maybe this sounds crazy, but um. I just had this feeling. This this. It, it was a little overwhelming, and he, and and he told me. That absolutely, I need to go, back to Brightport, and take care of. A monitor's light. This is this is amazing. I can't believe he spoke to you, not knowing the second part. <laughs> Evan closes his book and 
wants to see if he can determine if there's like any magic around Ahsoka, like influence. Um, give me an Arcana check, I guess. Yeah, I don't expect to find anything here. I just, you know, it's it's he's a freaking scientist. He's a skeptic. Ooh, yeah, he doesn't believe Masoka at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's about faith, Anthony. So. <laughs> yeah. I I don't have that chapter. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not gonna pick anything up, like nothing. Uh, nothing that would say that there'd be something influencing Masoka or that there'd be like something in the air. Nothing like that. My second move is like inside to be like, he's not just trying to get on her good side. Like, does oh, she, does he, okay. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I knew that was coming. So does he, does he notice that Anvin's kind of like, yeah, sure, buddy. Well, first it's like, wait, is he okay? Magic check. And then it's like, Wait, wait. Oh, then you go full big brother. <laughs> wait a minute. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Do you want to roll that insight? I kind of want to. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, so <laughs> You're rolling hot. You're yeah, a believer. Dude, that's a 24. Jesus. Um, at the very least, Masoka is a thousand percent. Like, he's not he believes this, like up and down. If if does Masoka kind of catch on that Abin's like, you know, yeah. uh, would there be like a look or something that accompanies uh, this? Would you say? Well, so the first one is the like concerned magic check. Then it's right. the wait. Let's get the like. Is this just a thing for Maddie? And then just like. Wait, no, you're telling the truth. And it's this like rising like wait, is this either a research opportunity or like back my friend and just chill? She's <laughs> 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 got that conflicted look. Okay, so I'll say Masoka kinda kinda catches wind with that and he'll turn to Amvin. Um No, no listen, uh I know what you're thinking, but, you know, we, we spoke earlier and, uh, you know, I asked you about the believing thing in that. And, you know, we were on the same page and this is different. And, uh, yeah, I have no motivations right now. I, I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. I do. Uh, I've just never really met anyone saying they talked to or heard a god. Well, I, I, up until today, I had my doubts, uh, and this is very weird for me. Um, but, uh, Maddie, there's, <clears throat> there's, there's something else. What? What else did uh, he say? Um, so excited. <laughs> it's it's about your friend there. Um, uh, about Father White. What? Um, he's sick, but it might not have been 
natural. You know, someone might have done that to him. So when you say Father White, Maddie's going to have like a crestfallen look on her face like, oh, oh, this might be bad. And then when you say it's not natural, then she's going to start to look angry. What? Yes. I'm really sorry. It's something about uh, the temple. There's, there's some kind of division and um but but someone's doing something uh to fix it i just i don't know who uh but i will help you i will help you figure this out someone put father white in that position the way i just saw him someone did that to him? I'm so sorry, Maddie. <laughs> and Maddie's kind of loud, so <laughs> if anybody's around, <laughs> yeah, she, she might be getting herself in trouble. But <laughs> look, I I swear that that's what I heard, and I, I I I have no reason to make that up, right? I mean, I'm I, I'm sorry. Like we can we can figure this out, though. Would Maddie know of any divisions in the church before she left? Not really. I, I mean, Maddie wasn't in the upper echelon, so to speak, but there was nothing uh, that jumped out. People disagree, but nothing that jumped out that uh, things were bad, like there was an actual division. I don't want to slow the party down anymore. Um <laughs> <laughs> and that will cross Maddie's mind too like oh we have something we have to do who can handle this and then she'll like march out of the temple she'll go to Clarissa that's exactly where I wanted to go yeah (laughs) I was thinking the same thing so well, you know where to find her. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite place. <laughs> so let's say you do find Clarissa in the in the library, uh, reading, as she does. What would be the pitch here? Maddie has no... Uh, no... Uh, no tact? Yeah, no tact. <laughs> Slam her hand on the table. Okay, so let's say she's reading, and that scares the shit out of her. Yes. <laughs> okay. So there's that jump ten feet in the air thing, and it's like, oh, um, hi, hi Maddie. Someone poisoned Father White. Blank stare. <laughs> that's that's not possible. Someone did and put him in where he is now. I <sighs> trying to get a grip on herself. She's gonna like look up to the sky. Emin <laughs> puts his hand on Maddie's shoulder. Do you, do you want me to? <sighs> no. Okay. It's a thank you, Ambin. Um, Clarissa, uh, 
yeah, someone poisoned him and I can't be here to fix it. So you need to. <laughs> um, she's going to shut the book that she was, she was reading and she's going to get real close to, to Maddie and Anthony. How do you even know that? I'm only pausing because I'm trying to debate if I'm going to say Monitor told us or told us. Right. I was waiting for you to just start looking up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should I say us or Masoka? Um, Maybe he would just step forward. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, hi. Uh, I okay. I'm just gonna say it. A monitor told me directly over in the temple. Take as as you will, but I am confident that it is the truth. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, do a the... do a test. Do a test me. Just do something and get this man help. She's going to... Uh, so, okay, this is all coming very much out of left field. And, yes. and she's going to be very, just kind of, like, flabbergasted. I don't even know where I would begin to test you about that. How... I Then just take it in good faith. Don't. He needs help, and we need to figure out who did this. And now. You and you don't have to trust him. Trust me. Trust that I trust him. Like... Looking at her pleadingly. She's going to take a deep breath. Okay. I'll. And again, looking around the library. I. If that's true, I don't even know who I could go to with something like this. Uh... Okay. I'm going to talk to Alex about it. And maybe she'll know something, but that's it. Don't tell anyone else. Okay? And then Maddie's going to get a deer in the head, like, look, oh, I may or may not have said it a little loud in the temple. And then she's going to look totally sheepish. Clarissa doesn't get she doesn't get blamey very often but I'd say for the uh, briefest of seconds there's kind of that you did what? what? Yeah. come on <laughs> like that, that, that just for a second it's okay I'm, I'm sure no one heard the important thing is we just act natural I'm going to go talk to Alex, like I always do, and no one's going to think anything of it. In the meantime, maybe you guys should get on your way, just in case. Yeah. And then Maddie's going to take her by the hands and thank you. I'm, I'm sorry to throw this on you and then leave, but I have a mission and thank you. Um, she's going to give your hands a squeeze. We'll get to the bottom of this, okay? Thank you. 
And uh, she's going to try to force a smile. Just this is a lot. Like, this is all just like, wow. Because if this is true, boy, uh, that's that's some shockwaves. And then, yeah. <laughs> Clarissa, if we make it to Umaniro, I will also look in the, in the vaults and the libraries to see if there's anything there. If any, if there's any knowledge that isn't here, I would imagine it would be either there or, and we could find some way to correspond. Um, and then she's going to nod her head. Yeah. But you could tell like, she's just, her brain's moving a million miles yeah. a second. Right. Um, and she's going to kind of give one last squeeze and excuse herself. And you can kind of tell like she's trying to act natural as she, uh, as she sort of scampers away. It's that thing of like, take five normal steps, then uh, like just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And let's say the party meets up and everybody... Well, okay. Obviously, a, a bear gate is now settled. That's good. <laughs> uh, money has exchanged hands. There were tents purchased. Beyond that, I don't know how much you guys would uh, tell each other. That's up to you guys. The kiss is getting told to everyone, right? That's That's got to be... Uh, I don't kiss and tell. Yeah, Maddie doesn't either. <laughs> but Anvin was there. Anvin? Like, <laughs> nah, like, it's that same big brother thing, right? You either be the, the douchey big brother or the cool big brother, and I'm being the cool big brother. Okay. <laughs> yeah, def- definitely out of, out of respect for Maddie, Masoka would say nothing. But you guys do not get to share a tent. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Maddie is fuming a little bit but present she's in the moment but very clearly full of some sort of energy <laughs> but she won't say anything she's like okay well are we all set I still can't believe you got this much money for that bear oh we could have gotten more I actually actually not proud of myself well you should have gotten more Donna, yeah. you know this. Minimum 1,000. Yeah, that's your rule. I know. It's great math. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. When you have to give up 80% of your cut, you gotta, you got to look after yourself. 200 well, is measly, but uh, 1,000 minimum. I guess next, you're right. Next time, i got to kill another one of these bears for you. With 1,000, I'm pretty sure we could just buy the whole town. Yeah. Well, speaking of buying stuff, uh, a Maddie, and he'll like grab the warhammer from, oh, like he it was resting on the cart, and he'll kind of like toss it, like, uh, like Thor-like, like just like throwing it with the, the the massive part staying upright while the like the the the, the shaft stays like vertical. Yeah. Just so you catch it like th- like Thor yourself. Ooh. I hope she does. And she does. I'm not going to roll for it. She yeah, does. No, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy of the trusty blade, the Temple of Amonthor's official sponsor. It's a gift. This is... She's going to look at everybody. This is too much. A no, ring I... and now this. Well, this is... You asked me to train you. I'm not going to train you with crap. So 
in battle, I'd hold off using it until we get intimate with it. But your real training, your real training starts today. Thank you, Donovan. Oh, don't mention it. This hammer is beautiful. And it's pretty nice. This you got it from the trusty blade from Artemis. From Artemis, yeah, you know him. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, I guess we could set out. This is amazing, Donovan. And then she'll give you a hug. She's very much a hugger. She's a lot like me in that sense. <laughs> so give you a hug. Yeah, he hugs back and he goes, "Oh, a nice ring you got there." Actually, she wears gloves because she wields a mace. So, mm. yeah. And I didn't say that just because there's diseases in this game, but she always wears gloves because of the mace. She doesn't <laughs> want those calluses. <laughs> well, just in case. Yes. So Maddie made out like a bandit in this. I game. know. Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, Masoka. One more thing. Yes. Uh, due to your. Um, you know, you're, you're you're touched by God today, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, give yourself some inspiration. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. To close out today's session, I would like to do two things. Uh, one, how's about we uh, go over the two facts that Amvin found out about the mm-hmm. gate? Whoop, whoop. Yeah, I think we've held off long enough. I'm down. So, this is a ton of cross-referencing from the notes that you found in the White Raven Cave, um, old books, uh, journals written about single testing with the, the gates themselves, you know, theories, all that stuff. But, Evan was able to draw two conclusions based on everything that he found. Number one, a power source for the gates, was created, but never tested. Apparently, the Dragon Soul Elves in the Silver Glade were said to be working on something for quite some time, and they were pretty adamant that they produced a power source that could not only power the gates, but do it over and over again. Uh, there's essentially some sort of charge that each one of them has, and without fail... It said they they could be used to power it. It's a it's a one time travel thing, and you can do it, and you don't have to worry about your skin being flayed off. Number two, it was theorized that the Eladrin were also working on something not to be outdone. Um, their solution to the whole Gates thing was to try and come up with a permanent power source that would open all of the gates simultaneously connecting them like like a bullet train something like that so that they would just be open all the time and ready to use for everyone this is kind of their contribution to the world like don't forget who did this to you know for you type of thing and that would be an odyssey somewhere if it were perfected or finished now the only reason that this is more than a rumor, was that there was uh, there was an observer there watching this research. And what she called it was, I quote, <laughs> mad with power. That was basically how she described this research. Like, just 
caution to the wind, we can do anything, fuck everyone. Like, that type of, like, after you've imprisoned the gods, where do you draw the line, really, right? So, this was the height of Eladrin's, you know, just, they can do anything with magic. So, these would be two things that that uh, Ambin would know about. Two potential leads to maybe power up these gates and use them. Those are some pretty awesome notes. Because this power could be used for more than just gates. Well, of course <laughs> they could. All right. So that's why Ammon kept opening his book today, because he kept thinking about this. <laughs> right. It's and and you obviously do have things to do, but after that, yeah, I mean, you know, it's up to you guys. One more thing before we go, let's roll a flat d twenty and see how the journey is going to treat you. I would like it from Ubo. We haven't had a lot from Ubo today, so I I want. We're, we're going to put everything on, on Ubo. What's, what's the luck of the journey going to be? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, Ubo's, Ubo's okay. Ubo's doing fine. He, uh, yeah. he, he had a, he had, he had a few choice comments about, about vampires. I feel like he made his mark. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. That, okay. Batting a thousand. Yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, all right, here you go. Boom. That's real bad. All right, batting like <laughs> ten. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was gonna get those gates, but now I'm gonna be dead. So. <laughs> well, that's a three. <laughs> shit. Okay. Well. Eh, we're due for some shit. We had a talkie session. We're due for. Right, a you did. You had a couple of yeah. talkie sessions. Maybe it's good that Masoka got in good with him on a tour because you might be meeting him soon. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's write that down. Guys, I think that's a good time for us to stop for the evening, and we will pick things up with the journey to Dern Hollow, or at least the first leg of that, and, uh, boy, there's a lot going on right So now. we're not going to make it? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, you got, I, pff, I don't know. Well, it looks like it's time for Group A to move on. But in the meantime, we have tons of stuff that we're working on right now. Um, if you don't follow our newsletter and stuff like that, uh, we're working on two separate Patreon games at once now. Uh, we were doing Patreon one-shots in the form of Curse of Strahd. Uh, that didn't that didn't end too well. So now we're doing two new things. One, there's a group of explorers uh, hunting monsters on Atheus. Uh, and they are playing um, tonight, actually, as I record this, Sunday, the 11th. So they're doing that. That'll be on our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R later this month. Uh, we're also working on a Vampire the Masquerade game that'll probably be up next month. We are also getting ready to publish a Living in Theory all about the continent of Atheus. You guys asked over 60 questions, almost 70 um, and we sat for nearly two hours just answering questions about, you know, flora and fauna there, history, different people, cultures, all that stuff. Uh, and that'll be going up in just a couple of days. If you don't know what our Patreon's all about at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, essentially each month we cram it to the gills with all kinds of extra content, uh, starting at just $1. You can go check that out. Um, in the dollar tier, you get things like DM tips, and there's a newsletter where every couple of weeks we break down 
what's going on at the DNR offices, what we're trying to work on, and we get your feedback, we get you to vote on things, and you get to kind of help shape our content. So we're really appreciative of that and your support and all of your um, all of your input, honestly, because we're no good at reading minds. We're kind of terrible at it. So we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Seriously, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Um, if there's anything you want to give us feedback about or let us know what you're thinking, um, you can go to dandrpodcast.gmail.com, send us an email, and uh, we would be very appreciative of that. Also, if you want to swing by iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and give us a review, that is also super helpful. So thank you, guys. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. We are past the halfway point in this arc. And things are going to start getting crazy from here on out. So keep listening and make sure to listen to uh, the entire episode all the way to the end because there's going to be some post-credits things coming up. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later.